Welcome to ESPN Syracuse. Once again, we have a special guest. We have Courtney Jackson, of course, from the uh, Syracuse football team. And we have um, Josh Crawford, Emily Sharoff, two co-hosts. So I want to kick it off first, have a little personal question. So Courtney, how are you feeling today? I'm feeling good. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good myself. So after the win last game and uh, students running on the field, how was that experience just seeing, you know, the entirety of Syracuse just come together, um, you know, for you guys and just show out and have a packed out house? I think it was a it was a, a, a great moment, I think, for a school. And uh, I mean, I haven't been a part of something like that, you know, in my life. So to like be on the field and have the students storm. And I think, you know, the students have been backing us, you know, with our support, with this support like this season so far. So I think it's, I think it's a big moment for the school and it was fun to have them uh, still on the field. Yeah, and you've been here for a few years now. Um, how has the atmosphere surrounding football changed on campus since you started here, given the improvement of the team? Uh, I mean, I think at first, it, you know, it, it was okay because I came after the 10-3 year, so there was still some love there, but I think, you know, the last couple years it hasn't really been there. And after this year, I mean, there was a lot of buzz before the season, but I think, you know, as we won and, and keep continue to keep winning, um, people are believing more and more in us. You know, Corey, like, like Emily said, you know, you've been here a long time, you know, getting to know you, um, observing the relationships you got with your roommates, just a lot of your teammates. Um, you've spoken about, you know, how important this season means and, you know, what you've come from. You know, can you just talk about, like, not only how important it is, but uh, what were the, the steps and things that you guys, you, Kel, you know, what did y'all do in order to get to this point and not be a super surprise? Uh, I mean, <sighs> I think it's just, you know, all come down to hard work and, and, you know, just sticking with the guys that we've been, you know, together with for the last couple of years. Um, I feel like, you know, like, you know, we went one in ten and obviously that was tough, but we always, we always knew we had talent in the room. Like, we, you know, it was never ability, we, we felt. And then the next year we go, you know, five and seven, it's like, okay, improvement's there. And then we lost a couple tight games. But if you're really watching closely, you can see, okay, this is a decent team. They're just... They're just, they can't get over the hump. And then, so that's why, I, like, I feel like this year, it's not really a surprise to, you know, be winning games and actually, you know, compete with everybody. So from your perspective, uh, in the locker room, what has been your favorite moment of the year? Uh, I, I don't know. In the locker room, does, 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 that, does that start on the field count? I mean... In the lock, in the locker room, <laughs> on the field, within the Aspen apartment complex, wherever, you, wherever the best memory has been deemed for you to pass, what three to two to three months football season. Uh, it might be storming the field. I think that was that was a tough one for me because it was like. Uh, usually we do go in the locker room, but at that time it was like there were so many people out there. You couldn't get everybody in the locker room, and it was just crazy. But, I mean, like I said, I've never been a part of something like that. And you, you see it all over, you know, social media during, you know, different games or whatnot. But to actually be a part of it and be on the field, like, that was, that was probably one of my favorite experiences ever. None of this serious stuff, like I said, me and Corey, you know, I think we can we, we, we consider friends, right? You know what I'm saying? You're my dog. <laughs> um, you know, this is a thing, a segment we did with Kel last week. Because, you know, like I said, being a former athlete, you guys don't get to talk about stuff that y'all really want to talk about. So, Corey... You know, it's only, what's today, Tuesday, early week. But so far, what's been grinding your gears, man? What's the thing that's really been like, ugh? Like, what's, what's got you going, bro? Uh, like, just this week? Yeah, I mean, you, you can cheat a little bit since it's only two days, but yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I don't really know. I, I was upset last night. It's still about football, but not about Syracuse football. I was upset last night. Uh, when we turn on Monday Night Football, it's, it's Denver Broncos. I feel like every time I turn on TV, it's a Denver Broncos. And nobody I don't, don't want to watch them. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I guess that's one thing grinding my gears right now. Tell Courtney, Jack Courtney Jackson is telling ESPN, get Denver and Russ <laughs> off ESPN. <laughs> Go ahead, <laughs> Oh, my goodness. So, uh, you know you're from Pittsburgh. You a Steelers fan? Yeah. How are you feeling about their season so far? Can uh, you pick it? It's a little rocky. Um, I, think, uh, I think he's the guy. Uh, I mean, 
people will have their doubts, but he's a rookie quarterback. It's hard to transition, you know, the, your first year from college to the NFL. So it's expected. I mean, well, at least I, I would, like, I know playing football. So um, I, th I think eventually he'll get there and he'll be the right one for the job. If there's one NFL cornerback you can play against right now, who would you pick? To go against? Mm. Probably say Jalen Ramsey. Ramsey? Yeah. So, Court, you know, like I said, thank you for your time, man. We appreciate it. Um, obviously, like, it's, just been, it's been fun for all three of us to see, uh, you know, the development, you know, the, the, the very special things that have been happening around the community. So, uh, you know, last thing for me uh, before we get out, anything you want to say to the fans, anything that you want to express, you know, what's happening, any, any big things, anything that Courtney Jackson would tell the SU fans and alumni base? Uh, I would say just keep supporting us, continue to, to believe in us and trust in us, and, uh, yeah, we'll just keep fighting. Thank you so much. Last week was Kale's Corner. This week is going to be what? You know, a course convo. That sounds a little racist. <laughs> yeah. good. Fit on saying thank you so much, ESPN Syracuse, Josh Crawford, Tiger Munn, Emily Sheroff, and our big homie, Courtney Jackson. Thank you so much. All right. So for a very special guest today, we have starting Jets linebacker CJ Mosley. Once again, welcome to ESPN Syracuse. I'm here with Josh, Emily, and once again, our very special guest, CJ Mosley. Sure. So, CJ, I'm going to start you off uh, pretty easy. Um, you know, the Jets have had probably had one of the better seasons they've had in a very long time. Um, you're a huge reason for that. And uh, I just want to ask, you know, how has it been seeing, you know, kind of the influx of fans come back, like the life being brought into the Jets fans and, you know, seeing that at games, because I know the Dolphins games was pretty much uh, sold out. So how's that feel being on the field and just seeing all the green everywhere? Um, it's been great. Um, since I've been here, the Jets fans, the Jets community has always been great. Uh, uh, deep and far since I've been on the team, so I know they've been doing it for a long time. And, um, you know, they've just been a byproduct of everybody out of work this offseason. And in the past two years, Douglas um, doing a great job getting the right coaches here, the right type of players and the personnel. And, you know, besides that, man, we've just been going to work this whole offseason. Um, better every day and you know, not really buying into the hype because remember not long ago you know, everything was all negative so to look at it both ways and we just got to make sure that we stay focused I let uh, you talk about uh you know you said being all negative not that long ago you know talking about football this is not the NBA you know you have bad teams you're going to have a lot of you're going to have high draft picks so you know as a, a me and Tiger you know as true fans of the team you know we've seen the, the stockpiling of talent so uh, for you being a veteran, how is it playing with like a lot of you know highly drafted but still young guys? Um, it's, it's been fun. Um, it's been exciting. Um, uh, been a, a great process for me and my career to to football as long as I have. Seen a lot of snaps. Been around a lot of type of players. Um, older, young, uh, veterans, core players, uh, future Hall of Famers. So I mean, I've seen so many type of players in the time that I played. So. I'm just, just, you know, thinking about where I was as a young guy, trying to, you know, make my make a name for myself, trying to, you know, bring wins to an organization, those type of things that I have to go through. I try to get those same type of, um, you know, moments when when I have those with my teammates and with the young guys now. Um, you know, whether it's connecting with them off the field, you know, talking about life, talking about whatever, or just really, you know, really giving giving my peace of mind, all the game that I've learned, giving back to. The because at the end of the day, you know, we, we're going to need them. We're going to need those young legs to take us uh, far playoffs. And uh, one of those young players that has obviously been deservedly so getting a lot of hype is Sauce. People think he's going to be something real special. 
Um, what have you observed and what do you think his trajectory is like in terms of his career and his talent evolving? Um, man, he's, he's a special young player, uh, especially young man. Very humble, even though, you know, his name is awesome. He plays a lot of time. Um, but, you know, his, his willingness to learn as a young player, uh, really focus on the details and, and try to come to work every day and not let the hype have for a long time get to his head. So he comes to work, you know, you never see him slacking off. You always see him working techniques, um, talking to talking to players, talking to coaches, you know, trying to figure, figure things out. So his communication is, is very high for a young player. Now, CJ, you play linebacker, so you see those big guys in front doing so much work for the team. They've been playing phenomenal, of course, uh, Quinn Williams, John Franklin. Uh, just Can you just tell us how it's how it feels just having such a reliable D-line in front of you that we saw on display in games like uh, against the Packers this weekend? Uh, man, it's, it's great. Um, it's a breath of fresh air for our, our D-linemen to uh, ball out the way they've been balling. I mean, package that they have, the depth that they have. Everybody giving 110 percent and you know trying to get a sack, trying to trying to get on the field. Somebody's trying to make the linebackers and the DBs in the back end. You know that makes us feel good. We just know if we you know stick time man for that one second longer, if we you know show our disguise in the right way, we know we're gonna have some pressure on the quarterback turns. We know that's gonna uh, turn into picks and you know the quarterback making hand throws and you know us trying to make plays in the back end. As a, a former uh, interior D lineman myself, and I definitely understand, you know, not everybody's in there built to take those double teams for you guys to, to be clean and get those TFLs. So I definitely can understand. So you're talking about uh, the D line. You got a new coach in Robert Sala. He brings, you know, a D line play. It's just a certain energy and culture to uh, New Jersey. So how do you feel about uh, the culture that Coach Sala, the, the culture that Coach Sala has brought in? Um, I think I think the biggest difference has been his mindset. Um, he, he hasn't yeah he has, he's took on the challenge to change uh, change his organization around by any means necessary but doing it the right way uh, not listening to other people the old ways of the vets not letting that get in his way not 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 letting that get in, get in the way of his vision I think that's been the key part uh, even all through last year you know his his speech his motivation on his mindset was always the same so he hasn't changed one thing that he did from last year to this year. That's one thing that a lot of the players, well, all the players and everyone that's involved with us this year has has taken that mindset on. Now that we're really working and it's starting to show in the field, starting to show in that record, you know, that's going to make people even buy any more to really hone in on what, what we're trying to do. No, it definitely, uh, you know, the thing about consistency and having that mindset, you know, you touched on it. Uh, not having uh, a, a long track record of success. So he's definitely bringing in, um, you know, something positive. You know, the intangibles are showing up in a tangible way. So, you know, with the, you know, the success, you know, the, the great start that we've gotten, you've gotten onto, I'm definitely not on the team, you know. How do you feel about, you know, the, the ways that, you know, the culture, the, the things, the little things that you've been teaching the guys, how do you feel about, you know, those locker room things, those small things start, starting to turn the corner, starting to show themselves? Um, I, I feel it's, it's starting to show itself pretty much with our relationship with each other on, on and off the field. Um, off the field so much, you know, where we're, you know, we're meeting a little bit more, we're talking more. When we're all together, it's more engaging. We're talking about our ways we're going to win, talking about the scheme of the other team, of the opponent. So, you know, we're really talking about, you know, winning type environment, winning type of mentality. Now, on the field, they just show, go to the, go to the tough away game, go to Pittsburgh, we go to Lambo, uh, about, you know, about to go out to Denver, another 
a tough road trip, uh, altitude and the great fans and all that. Uh, when you get in those top environment, that's why I um, love for each other the way we play, the way we you know, stick to each other, have each other back. Those type of moments, that's when you know, um, that's when I started. Y'all want to take the next one, too? Like, all right. So you went to, like, you're from Alabama, you know, first-round pick. Um, you know, obviously, I don't – everybody in here knows the story, you know, history about that Bama program. Uh, you have a better perspective than anybody. How does playing for a guy like Nick Saban in that Bama program prepare you uh, to be an NFL player and to have the sustained NFL career that you have? Um, I think one of the main things is it helps out, um, you know, coming from a program like I'm on the Nick Saban is – um, the time management, um, the way you know, the way we, the way we used to think of Alabama with going to classes, and having your football, having your, your sports hours, study hall, and just living in that type of environment every day. You know, um, expecting to be number one, and getting everybody's best. You know, that kind of puts you in that mindset that there's no, there's no time. There's, there's no time. To be but it's always have to be something you have to be doing to try to get better because it's not that you're going to get knocked off the spot and everybody's going to know about it and everybody's going to want it every time you step on the field. So I think just that that mentality that you that you live every day, um, when you, once you get to the NFL, no, that doesn't change at all. You have to do about the right things on and off the field. You, know, you don't have school, you don't have study hall. A lot, of, a lot more free times on your hands. So, um, but you know what young players do with that time is very valuable for the longevity. Yeah, and kind of building on that, you know, some people call Alabama kind of a feeder team for the NFL because of the success that Alabama players have and the the rate at which they get drafted. Is there one thing in particular that you think Alabama's football program prepared you for in the NFL? Is there one thing that you can pinpoint that you can look back and say, okay, I know this because I went to Alabama? Um, I would say, I really say handling the, the wins and losses, even though the loss was very slim <laughs> in Alabama. Um, just the magnitude of every loss that had was, that was so high. It was everybody's championship game or biggest, biggest win of their season. So, Going in every single day, trying to be perfect, trying to do the right thing, you know, trying to defend your title, or, you know, be number one again. That's you know just that mindset that you go to work every day, um, even though you got other things going on in life that just you know really prepares you to you know, get to the league. Even though um, it's a lot harder to come by, you know, you know amount of talent, obviously, all that, but you know, just that mentality that you know I'm going to do everything I can to I've lost my competitiveness. That leadership and that, you know that mindset and, and you know, being around that culture is with you. CJ, one more Bama question. Can you just, uh, for me and Josh's sake, just tell us how fun it was to beat up on Vanderbilt? Oh, well, actually, only only played it only played against them once, but I, I didn't play because uh, I had dislocated my elbow, so that's one of the games I missed. But um, y'all might remember when I think it was two thousand. I think it was 2011 or 12. Um, and Drew Brees' cousin was a quarterback, and Mark Barron came down and just like smacked him on the run. So that was like a, a big, <laughs> that was a big play of that game. It was, it was like a Sunday. It was a night game on ESPN. So um, we only only was fortunate to play it. Yeah, they're they're saying that they're saying that because I went to Vanderbilt and they love to tease me about it. Anyway, continue, Josh. 
Now, I'm just saying, no offense, CJ, but uh, Alabama putting the hurting on a Vandy player is not too uncommon of a occurrence. So we might need a just a few more specific than that. But we you got, know, we got other sports. We got other sports, so they, they got it. I mean, they got baseball, books, B- baseball, and books. That's where yeah. they're at. So you're talking about, you know, you've been playing football a long time at a very high level. Uh, you got drafted in the league in 2013. You know, at a time where not only the way that football was played, but just the culture in general around football was, you know, very different. So um, how did how did your how did you adjust your game with uh, your play style being, you know, very much downhill and uh, you're know, very physical with, you know, the game coming more pass centric and with someone like the injuries. And like I said, just the play style. How did you have to adjust with uh, how did you adjust your play style with your body? Um, well, me, me coming into college, um, it was kind of that transition. Those big, the bigger linebackers went into the faster and linebackers. So kind of was the, was in that front wave of that transition of football. That's when the spread football and the RPOs and all that was big. And the thing about you know, Cam Newton and all, all those type of quarterbacks that can you know, really move around the field. So uh, once I got to the league, it wasn't, it wasn't too much of an issue. But um, honestly, it's really about um, the type of scheming and the type of Baltimore days. I was, you know, easy 240, 245. That was my normal playing weight downhill. That was all about the run game back in my early early NFL days. You know, big lineman, 340, 6'4 plus. So getting downhill, and now it's more spread out. Linebackers have to be able to cover. Being okay. So um, that's always been a part of my game, thankfully for me. But just – um, just to my weight, just my diet at certain times, just to make sure I'm obviously healthy enough to to move around at that high pace of 17 games. But I realized there's always been um, that kind of that perfect spot for a linebacker, good size and weight. CJ, last question. Um, you know, as an athlete, you guys have those teams that you just got a little extra extra little pain for when you play them. And I just want to ask you, because I definitely know what I have circled. I'm excited to see you guys play. Uh, for you as a player, what team do you have circled this uh, circled this season? Like, what game do you have that circled this season? Uh, well, we already already got we already got one out the way. That was the Dolphins. Um, obviously, I think me and you know we got the we got the Bills. Um, you know that's that rivalry hasn't been been too lit for on on our side of the ball, but. No, they're they're playing at a at a high rate. They're playing great, and uh, we feel like we're one of those teams that that yeah, obviously we've been on the radar, but you know, we haven't played and we haven't looked at ourselves that way. So um, that game is probably going to be anticipation, especially in the in the under crowd. Uh, but no more so, just you know us once again uh, playing in the game where we can make a make a big statement. So you know, hopefully, uh, do things the right way. We keep keep our head down and stay focused. Um, Going into obviously going to that game and going to this week and you know let let our play do the talking. And super last question, what color jerseys this weekend? I don't I don't know yet. I don't know yet. <laughs> we, so so far we've been we've been choosing as a team which color we want to wear because we, we was wearing white every single week. So all right, we gotta gotta change something up. So uh, we'll we'll see what we got. All right. Thank you so much, CJ. Once again, CJ Mosley, linebacker for the Jets. Good luck on the good luck for the season. You know, I'm you know you're gonna hear from me yeah. pretty soon about that. But again, shout out to CJ for coming here, give us a piece of his time. And uh that's gonna be it from us. Uh once again, Josh Crawford, Emily Sharoff, and Tiger Munn. You're watching ESPN Syracuse. Appreciate you guys. Have a good night. Appreciate you, Roll Tide.